be willing to be willing right that even it's, it doesn't say something about you if you're not competent in one area we've not been taught nobody talks about this thing mm-hmm. right this around the way girl wants to chat with you she's discovering new information in this world that surrounds her tapping into her inner power her sexuality and taking ownership of her insecurities she discovered she had to unlearn some things. Come and enjoy her moments of reflection, re-education, redefinition, and evolution. Kick back, sip some wine, take a drive, whatever your vibe. Join me, your host, Shay Sana, with She Discovered Podcast. So stay tuned. You might learn some things. And even though this is going to be another topic during this season about conscious sexual experiences, I want to kind of also bring it here where if you look at other cultures, they really, when it comes to the sexual experience, they really concentrate on the two souls coming together. Mm -hmm. They concentrate on the two beings coming together because it goes way past an orgasm. Because it goes way past the, oh, who's going to have an orgasm first? Or, you know, I hope, let me fake it so he can get over it. Um, They really concentrate on the pleasurable experience. Because we can admit as women sometimes that we've had sexual experience where we didn't orgasm, but it was still enjoyable because of that experience. So, um, and what I mean by the different cultures, when you look at... um, Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra, which is an ancient Indian um, sexual experience or teaching. It's really a a book or a a text that was created. It goes a little bit more than just sexual positions. It's really the concept of love and a way of life and so forth. Energy. Energy. And um, you also have tantric sex, which is an ancient Hindu practice. And it also talks about slow meditative form of sex where the end goal is not orgasm, but enjoying the sexual experiences and the sensations that you receive from mm-hmm. the body. Wow. And um, yeah, it is an interesting, and you, you know, you guys could look into it um, yeah, or you can just continue to tune into She Discovered Podcast season four <laughs> and you're going you go, you go to hear that topic. And the last one, which I came across not too long ago while doing research in Africa there is a sexual experience called the and I may be pronouncing it wrong forgive me kanyaza and kanyaza is the sensual um Rwandan tradition which guarantees explosive female orgasm so the teaching is actually geared towards making sure females have orgasm and they understand how their body the works. <laughs> and, and to to understand how their body works, how to reach, how to reach that. But most of all, teaching the men that it's not only about them. Here are the multiple ways. Too. Yes. Here are the multiple ways that a woman should also experience orgasm because. Um, and I don't want to generalize it only to to Africa. I'm I'm not as educated on that or knowledgeable on that. But when you're dealing with certain tribes in Africa that practice genital mutilation mm-hmm. to women, you could already see that they're removing the concept 
sorry for the noise. We in Brooklyn, y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the con the concept of um, you are not here to receive pleasure from sex. You're here to procreate. Mm-hmm. To That's your only job to serve, wow. right? In that sense. Wow. So the fact that you're seeing that this new practice, Rwandan practice, that is, I, I don't know if it's new. I think they've been doing it a long time, but I think it's becoming new Popular. to the masses. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. while I was researching it, um, so many people were now being Works. put on because there's this man that has written books about it and talking about it. And now people are doing like mini documentaries about the experience where there's this tribe and village of women that experience they're orgasms. They're, they're happy. happy. Wow. You know? I wonder, I, I need to see the correlation between that and Kundalini sex. Okay. It sounds very um, similar. Connected. Okay. Yeah. Like it's an energy Yeah. So, so again, the different variety of sexual experiences. You have tantric. You have um, Kama Sutra. You have Kundalini. You have what we just uh, mentioned, Kanyaza, which is spelled K-U-N-Y-A-Z-A. Kunyaza or Kunyaza. While listening to another podcast talking about sexual experiences, they did admit that because men have this connection between, you know, their identity and sex, because it's like that's their way of saying now they're a man, right? So that's why they their ego is so much attached to it, even though it's very vital with what Jerry said, where it's just like, but the same way we gotta work on ourselves and become self-aware. That's the same way a man has to get out of that ego, egotistical mindset of like his sex is, you know, connected to his identity. But in the midst of that, there was a woman or a sexual therapist that was saying, we have to understand that at the end of the day, that man is also a human being and criticism is hard to take. Mm -hmm. So because criticism is hard to take, there are ways that we Mm -hmm. can communicate to a man. Right. And they were saying like in the bedroom, instead of saying like, Oh my gosh, you can't get it right. Like move over here. They said we should use our subtle sensual voices and be like, Oh baby or honey, can you do this? Right. It kind of continues to, it kind of switches their mind to be like, Oh, she's not, angry she's still in a sensual space but she's kind of guiding me on what to do yeah and you don't want to embarrass them you don't want to embarrass them right and even though if it's one second even Mm -hmm. though if it's not um a hundred percent of men that will still be like okay i hear you you're increasing the probability of him to now want to hear what you're communicating right right and let's say if it's outside of the um the act while you are doing it if you guys have a good communication you can go and be like you know what babe i really like when you do this and do that you right. start with a compliment mm-hmm. and then you come in to be like but when you do this i kind of rather if you would do that like how mm-hmm. about we try that right you know instead of coming where it feels like an attack to them you know but go ahead jerry yeah i was gonna say i, I equate that to um, I think it was Christine who mentioned, you know, that sometimes those things would happen after an argument. Well, how turned on are you after an argument? You feel like you can just go get at it, especially yeah. if you've been criticized before. Now, for us, before an argument, you're not thinking, let me just get all comfortable with you, right? 
a guy can argue with you right now and they can get at it. But the same effect happens with them if in the midst of it or after or whatever, you just come like with it with an attack. You might not even get them to stand up the next time because that is dominating their mind. Mm -hmm. So I agree with you in terms of how you can. That just in general, there are different ways in which men communicate. There are different ways in which women communicate. And I think it's very key, very important to understand the best way to get through. And there is a way to get through the ego. Some people's egos are very big. Right. Make it about how you feel as opposed to what they're doing. Because as somebody mentioned, I think Shana said, they may have had an amazing experience with somebody else. Yeah. And then they're coming to you thinking, I know what I'm doing, but you're different, right? So advocating yeah. for yourself is not putting other people in the mix, not putting them in the mix, just knowing from me, yeah. I'm not really into yeah. that. I don't really I like all that feels. I like this over here, but this right here, uh, I'm not. I learned that. I actually learned that in therapy. When we went to therapy, they talked about sexuality and stuff. And it was like this five, five day intensive marriage therapy session. And like, there was a sexual therapist there. And um, she talked about that, you know, like just being able to, you know, just express yourself in a way where you're not hurting each other you're not offending each other you're making sure that you're not um attacking use the word attack right like attacking your partner when you're expressing you know but even then we went to therapy we didn't even apply it like you have to actually apply Mm -hmm. these things right you know so but i know i learned a lot so i took whatever i learned from there and i'm like i know in the future what i want i know what i'm looking for now I need to be able to be like, you know, this doesn't feel good or this hurts or, you know, I'm tired or I like this or I don't like that. Like, it's so, so important. And to say I feel instead of like, you're doing this wrong or you're, you know, it's more like, this is how I feel. And then their job is to validate how you feel, you know, their job is to be like, oh, okay, well, you're saying you feel like this you know, let's come up with a solution on how we can, we can fix it, you know? Mm-hmm. But that comes with the person you pick too. Yeah. Like, you know, when you decide to deal with people, you really do have to take your time with the next person or the, per- the future person who you decide to, you know, encounter those things with, because at the same time, if you're ready to speak life or speak gentle to someone or into someone, they have to be ready to receive it too. Mm-hmm. Right. They have to be mature enough to hear you right. because yes. some people like the idea of if you're a beautiful girl, if you're a strong woman, some people like what they like. And because they get that type of person that they physically or appearance wise like, they would rather do, they would rather just keep the person instead of figuring out how to be happy with the person. So I've seen people who like, they stay with the person because he looks good or she looks good or they have money or they have, and then nobody's hearing each other. Mm -hmm. They fight in, they talk to each other crazy and it's like, but nobody's going nowhere. And it's like, um, I would rather wait for someone who I can speak to and they can speak back to me and we can hear each other and then we can move on to the next part. That's why I think communication in the beginning is key because I need to know what type of person you are. Talking to you is going to tell me what type of person you are. Mm-hmm. If you know how to listen, if you don't know how to, if I'm repeating myself two, three times, you don't know how to listen. So clearly when we get there, 
and I'm saying to the left, to the left, you can go over to the right. I know you don't do communication well, and it's my fault. Mm, that's and a good all point. the way there. That's a good point. So it's like you talk to them, you get to know them, you hear them, you let them hear you, and then you make the decision to, you know, explore that opportunity mm-hmm. with them, but being aware of also the type of person you're dealing with. Yeah. Can I say one more thing? I Mm -hmm. think if there's a guy listening, I would say create the space so that a woman can feel comfortable sharing. To talk to you. Ask her. Ask her and say, listen, like ask with the understanding that you're not always going to get a 10. But ask, how was this? And like, women need to also learn yeah. to use better words. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 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 sometimes I, I'm, I know <laughs> that I'm not the I'm not the best of my communication when it starts. I'll be like, um, yeah. what the heck going on? And then I'm like, take it back. Take it back. You know what we know what we call that? Fantasia. Um, the singer has a song, and the song is literally called um PTSD, post-traumatic, um, post, post-traumatic sex disorder. And, and when you first hear it, you're still thinking, oh, did was it a traumatic experience? But she, the whole song is talking about how this guy was like, I'm going to put it down. I'm going to do whatever. And you get hype. And then it didn't live up to the hype. And you're like, oh, I got PTSD now. Because he just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's just like, oh my gosh. I think because men really don't understand either. We get we get frustrated yeah. when it doesn't go well. Yeah. And it's true though. It's like, true. you know, you get, especially if that is, you're probably better off not doing anything. At all. Whatsoever. Then do that and walk away feeling like you have PTSD. Yeah. So, so what I, were you? What were you just saying? All she wants is a what? A good D. Oh, okay. So let's talk about that, right? Good job. You, you, <laughs> you, you on you on my wavelength because that was the next thing I was gonna I was gonna hit up, right? So I want us to talk about penis size, right? Because what we're taught as women, what men are taught to desire to have the size matter. And every time it's like, oh, we want my dingo. We want a big penis. We want it. Mm. And at the end of the day, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Ain't nobody. And I saw another sex therapist that said, sir, my vagina canal is only five to six inches. So if you are, if you are eight to nine, where you you're in like you're about to hit my stomach you know what I mean? so, so she was basically saying and i've heard i've done other research where yes we've been taught bigger the better we want it huge we want to like he he got to be hung like a horse and then men men feel like oh i gotta live up to that that men have you know penis size insecurities or men feel like they want to go and have penis surgery. Men want to take um, enhancers, all these things, because they feel like, oh, this is what women want. The bigger, the better, right? But here's the thing, though. With the anatomy, it is true. With the female uh, vagina canal, it is only, like, I think, four to six or four to five, right? And it doesn't take that much. Yeah, but in the sense of, like, that pleasure zone, right? So... With that said, it's like 
the the fantasy of having so much length that's what we need and it has to be huge there's no need for that now don't get me wrong the, don't get me wrong for the dudes that are i'm sorry but if you're like me, then yeah it's, i mean we need we need something to kind of deal with, right? But here's but here's what I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna come back to you, Yanis. Yeah, but here's right. Exactly. But here's, what, but here's what I'm gonna say is that have done, they still can't work with it. Right, but this is what I'm gonna say though. So you can have a big penis, but not know what to do with exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Because you not you think it's just in and out, pound this, whatever. But again, you're not paying attention to body language. What is what is her body saying to you? Are you listening not only to her body but her words? You know what I mean? And understanding that even sex is an art. So there's an art to Ooh, it. Yes. So it's like this concept of like, oh, so I'm big and I'm great. And it's just mm -hmm. like, no, because oh, you may true. have, you may have a dude that is maybe what they call smaller <laughs> av because there's average, there's big and there's small, right? The same thing with height. You have an average height dude, tall dude, short dude. So let's say yeah, the penis size is shorter, but you have men with shorter size penises and girls are like, he rocked my world you know what i mean because in the sense of like what christine was saying his level of foreplay was crazy yeah you know what i mean and just be and penis sizes penis size is the same way that a woman's canal is four to six inches as average they say the same thing for a man in average in erection should be about five to seven right mm -hmm. when you're going to eight and up that's that is a guy that Maybe and it's not of the packed. norm, but he is very packed, right? Yeah. So in that sense, let's say the guy is on the lower end, like he's on maybe only five inches when he's erect. That doesn't mean he still can't pleasure you. You know what I'm saying? But that's something that I feel like is a detriment even to us as women in enjoying sexual experiences because we've been told and in hip hop songs and in songs bigger that's or reggae songs or all these yeah, things it's like well if, well if he ain't big then he ain't gonna put it down then you're already limiting your experience because you're just like well he's not big so i don't want to deal with him you know what i mean and it's like you're already messing up the sex. You don't even know what he was gonna do, how he you was. You don't gonna know do what it. you don't know, and you don't no, know what no. you don't know. But uh, um, your niece was gonna say something where I said this, and I was, she was like, I, she disagreed. <laughs> it was a movie. I forgot what it was, and the father was telling the son, "It ain't the size that matter. It's the motion of the ocean." Mm. And it's like it's kind of true because it's like I have um had an experience, you know, a past relationship where. He wasn't as big as most, mm -hmm. but I was never dissatisfied. Mm -hmm. And it was it wasn't he wasn't heavy on the foreplay, but he didn't neglect it either. Yeah. But it was yeah. just it was just the experience he brought, and then we were very much into each other, mm -hmm. and we very much had an ex, you know experiences with each other. We had good times with each other. So when we did engage, it was just like it was good. Mm -hmm. So that's when after that, when I started hearing things like, oh, size, if it ain't thing. And I'm just like, well, it didn't bother me that he yeah, was, yeah. it was pretty good. And, you yeah. know, we've had big words like, no, nah, that's too big. That's too much. Like, don't nobody yeah, want to be dog, dog. Yeah. body. I'm yeah. not trying to be hopping, hopping, hopping. 
You're not enjoying that right. neither. And I've heard because ladies, I've I've been doing a lot of research for for this stuff. And I've heard that men that are that like like not only long, but but they're thick also that they don't even enter all the way because they they can't. can't. They can't. Girl, where they gonna put it? Where they gonna put it? They can't even go, it's too painful. So they can't even and they only you and Yes, the man, the same way for us, we have different spots, right? You hear of the G spot, the A spot, and different stuff like that. So men have different nerve endings on their penis as well. But the same mm-hmm. way we say the clitoris is the main area, um, the tip of the guy's penis is also their main area. Not saying yeah, that there aren't... You're right. Yeah. So if it's going, they're still receiving pleasure. There's no need to go all the way like like the sex therapist. You don't gotta go into my like my my stomach. You know what I mean? Nah. But with what um Yanice was saying though, although let's be let's admit it, we wouldn't want a pinky sized man. No man. But nah. there are men out there that are that you know, and and in a, on a more serious tone. How how do they now feel like? Dang, how how am I supposed to pleasure this woman? How what am I supposed to do? Because I read articles that men felt very ashamed, and I started to realize that the same way that women have different vaginas, we have different sizes, different shapes of vaginas. The same way for men, right? Yeah. That there's there's skinny, there's long, there's there's oh, short, there's, and, there's everything. You oh, know what I mean? So. Although, yes, we have preferences, and it's okay to have preferences, um, we do have to start being a little bit mature in our thinking of, like, how can we, like what Yanis was saying, even though this is not the ideal or the ideal in society, um, how can we turn this into an enjoyable experience for both of us, right? How do we continue to explore and how do we continue to advocate for our sexual desires and needs as women? Um, and one of the elements I was going to say is that we should continue to educate ourselves. I think Definitely. that's that's a part of being aware is education, right? With yeah, everything I learned that, a lot today, just now. I'm like, right. wow. Eighty yeah. percent of what we learn is by doing. I'm just gonna leave that right there. Yeah, I'll come. I'll come back to that. But yeah, mm-hmm. and confidence, having confidence within yourself, because sometimes I think we think too. Um, we like this person so much. Mm-hmm. If we say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, they might leave. You need to understand and be confident within yourself that if you tell somebody that you don't like something or this is just not something that you want to indulge in, and they don't receive it well, and they and they decide to leave, and they're that not for important. you. That wasn't for you. That was just something that you had to experience because the person that actually wants you, that actually wants to experience you in your entirety, your mind, your body, your soul is going to want to hear what you have to say. They're going to want to enjoy enjoying you. A majority of what we experience sometimes, it may not be something necessarily wrong with the person or not you, but it may be a belief system that you need to address so that you can embody the entirety of who you are 
All right. Address you. You saw how I made the connection between the experience I had at five, seven years old and how that transferred all the way into my adult life. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's necessary to go back and remove those things. What were you taught about sex from church, from home, from culture? Right. What were the things that you were taught that is getting in the way of you really being comfortable in your sexuality? What serves me and what does not serve me? What conversations have you had with people? There's sometimes the very same people who are outlining a way of doing things. Find out how they're living in the bedroom. You'll find out it's not working for them. And you might have to create a new way of being for yourself that mm -hmm. you may have never seen or heard of before. And you have to be willing to step into that. Um, right. And with that, I'm going to say, I'm going to give an analogy. Mm -hmm. I always say this. Two people can engage in the very same act and one person does so from a place of destruction and another person does so from a place of alignment. I love that you bring that up. Oh. Yeah. Two people yeah. can drink alcohol. One person is doing so to numb the pain that they're experiencing. Another person yeah. is really in an aligned place and they're having fun and they just had a glass. Two different yeah. experiences. Two people can have sex. One person is doing so to feel a void of loneliness. The other person is happy, enjoying mm. themselves, and they want to express yeah. themselves spiritually with another person. Two different experiences. Yeah. So it's about being self-aware, knowing where you're at when you're engaging in those actions. I love that yeah. you, you brought yeah. that up because that was going to be my point in the sense of like, how can we continue to explore and be advocates? And I said education. Um, because again, I feel like there's a lot of unlearning and relearning oh, yeah. that we have to do. So in the midst of doing all these research, there was a lot of unlearning and relearning I had to do, especially when it came to penis size or understanding right. my own anatomy as a woman, you know, yeah. but I love when you said that, because I said, we have to understand what is our motive for our sexual experiences, yeah. right? Um, is it from mm. a place of insecurity? Is it from a place of I'm in a vulnerable place, but not in a vulnerability. Like I just want to share myself, but vulnerable meaning that let's say the vulnerability and what we've been taught to see vulnerability as mm -hmm. in the, in the weakness yeah. sense, right? Yeah. Like, Oh, I feel weak right now. I just feel lonely. Mm. Um, what is the motive? And e is it even coming from wow. a lustful place? And when I use the word lustful, what I mean by that. Is like what we said. We're not even thinking about who we're interacting with sexually. It's more of like, I just want to pounce. I just want to, uh, I just want my yeah. orgasm. I, and don't get me wrong. We've had like, like passionate or animalistic, like, oh, I just can't wait to, yeah, you know, definitely. but there's a, there's a difference when I feel people just have this. I've seen men and I, I'm, I'm not getting at men, but I'm going from experience where that's their lens. It's like, I just want to hit it. I just want to have sex. It's yeah. like, they don't even care about the person. All they see is the, the body that they want to yeah. enter. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's, I don't even think that's a healthy place right. to come to when entering into sexual experiences. And I'm so happy that more men of status um, are now coming on social media and saying, I used to think that way. And as I'm growing as a man, what do I look like being happy that, oh, I smoke, I slept with a hundred women. I did, like as boasting as if like, you know what I mean? Because now seeing that you are no longer married and you've had this awakening and understanding, 
how do you view yourself now moving forward into your next relationship? Um, I I feel like I'm still learning, mm. even even the art of relaxing, and I think that comes with even before you have sex with the person. Like, mm-hmm. do I feel relaxed around you mm-hmm. in general? You know, and if I don't feel relaxed around you, then I know that we can't even we're not even going to be able to take that next step. You know, yeah. So. Yeah. I'm still kind of exploring and even right now I'm learning things today that I'm like I gotta go study all these different like cultures and things <laughs> you know because you can kind of learn from different cultures and stuff and bring those things into the bedroom too sometimes mm-hmm. and you know but I, I don't have anything set in stone like I'm just kind of I'm very protective of my sexuality right now because it, it's a part of my healing journey you know like I know that I was very promiscuous as a child and like you know, in my marriage, I was lying, I was faking it, the orgasm, the, the connection wasn't there. People say, oh, well, you have five kids with him. How did you? And, and that's another thing I want to mention. I wanted to mention that. People, yeah. People assume that because you have so many kids with this person, that that means your sex life was like off the chain. And a lot of mm-hmm. guys that approach me, like I was at the lake one time reading my Bible and some guy came up to me and he's like, oh, you have five kids? Like, cause I was kind of sharing with him. And then he's like, we know what you like to do. And I'm like, I kind of felt disrespected in a way because I'm like, you don't even know my story. Like, mm. You don't know why I have five kids. I could have been raped. I could have been whatever. Like, you don't know. You don't know if I was really enjoying that into those intimate moments with my ex. Like, we didn't plan any of our children. They just came about, you know, and it's like, it, not that we had to or anything, but that says a lot about our sexual experience as well, you know, and I, I'm at a place where I'm like, you know, you got to come at me correct. Like, I have to know that you're sexually mature to be able to even take that step with me. Mm-hmm. And I have the discernment now to be able to, you know, to understand if he's the one or not. And a lot of these guys out here, I went on dating apps and everything, and most of them are just thinking about friends with benefits. Yeah, yeah. Back back a little on something that uh, Jerry mentioned. Um, and again, yes, we have different belief system perspectives but I do want to bring this out for it to be another notion um, for us to understand because we've been told that a lot what we've been told uh, wait till you're married right and it could go all the way left where it's like wait till you're married and you have no type of understanding awareness education and everything the learning process happens once you get into the bed or once you get into the marriage. I don't agree with that either because I see too many people suffering from that, right? But you also hear the other side where it could go all the way left. And I don't want to call it all the way left because it's really just this one notion where it's like test drive before because you want to make sure that it's good. You want to make sure or that you want to get the experience. And I get that. But I also have this belief system and it's not only because of the waiting for marriage i see it on a deeper or another level where outside of that i feel like with everything that we said here today if we are really doing the work before you know what i mean like i feel like personally I may not have to test drive it before because we've done so much preparation and communication, mm. like you said, and 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 being relaxed, like you said, setting the atmosphere. And what um, Yanis was saying too that 
I'm observing who you are. What Jerry said, I'm observing who you are, that to the point that I can tell that when we do get into the bedroom, that you're going to listen to me. It's going to be an ex it's going to be an explorative experience for both of us. And that I've seen that you're in a, you're in a you're you are in a mature man that you're not going to let your ego take into play, right? And maybe let's say you don't know how to do this this way, but oh, let's learn together. You know what I mean? And the same thing for a woman, take that time to even learn yourself. And I want to read something real quick. Um, there's a woman who is a gynecologist, but also a pelvic doctor for women. And um, she shared this where she also came from a religious background and she still sees herself as Christian. But she said too many times we let these Christian values overthrow understanding our sexuality as women, right? Mm -hmm. So she wrote this and she said, I wish someone would have told me when I was younger that I can fully exude my sexuality without actually having sex. I wish I learned that the physical expression of my sexual feelings are not the pinnacle of my sexual feelings. This way of looking at sexuality can be damaging. Example, waiting for Prince Charming to finally come along and quench all my longings for sexuality and pleasure, or even that having sex with another person is the only way you can really express yourself sexually. The mindset crucifies sexuality on a broken tree of act. Instead of acknowledging mm. it as a way of being, and while I do believe wow. the standard of Christian values and I was taught about sex and I do believe in the sanctity of it and being committed to the person, but I also do believe in teaching that, no, she says, I do believe that teaching it only from that angle can lead people to feel like one, they're missing out on something for mm -hmm. likely an indefinite period of time. Or two, can only experience their sexuality when a penis is in their vagina and that it's not oh, true. Man. And then three, must live in denial of any sexual yes. feelings of that. denier and desires. That right there. And the last one is to torture themselves with tips to suppress their sexuality. As if like, just go take a shower or just go work out yeah. or take it out your head because it's sinful to think about this sexual experience. And she says, these things are actually detrimental. detrimental. So I want to say that you can express your sex sexuality. You can explore your sexuality without... Um, entering into the act of actually having sex to feel that you are experienced, but you also wow. have to understand that is important to explore your sexuality. And there's multiple ways of doing that. And she goes on and on of how those are ways that you wow. can do that. So I, I just wanted to have that element that I get the whole, I need to put into application what I've learned. I get that. Um, but I also want to make sure that that's not the only narrative and scenario that's being put where it's like, oh. you got to test drive the car. You got to test drive the car when it's just like women feel or men feel, unless I do that, then I'm not experienced or I'm not knowledgeable or I'm not aware. 
when you could still do it and still not be knowledgeable mm -hmm. or aware. Right. You know? so. That's from test drive. I, I wow. get where you're coming yeah. from, but yeah. that's from yeah. test drive in my mind leaves a different connotation, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, yeah. live a life of intention. Like, know that. Take sex out of the equation just for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Walk and live your life knowing that. Like, I tell you, I don't the word devil never comes to my mind because I live a life of intention. I know anybody who comes into my experience, you are good. You came into my life for a reason. We coincided so that either you could be a teacher, mirror back something to me about myself or vice versa. When you're living a life of intention, every encounter that you come into is spiritual, right? And you're Absolutely. not test driving. You are living life and life is bringing teachers to you. Life mm -hmm. is life would be bringing people to your life that you get to teach for a moment. And mm. it's always upward movement. It's never a situation where you, man, what the heck was I thinking? No, because you're living a life. So I like what you said. Are there any last thoughts that uh, we have um, one thing, women. Let's let's stop faking orgasms. Let's stop, <laughs> yeah, let's please. stop, let's stop faking orgasms. Yeah. So necessary for me. It's a part of my healing. Like this was so necessary for me to even join on onto because I'm like, I'm over here thinking. Like I'm a deep thinker, so I'm gonna be over here like doing some research as soon as I get off of this. Like. <laughs> Lord, thank you. Thank you for this. You're welcome. You guys, you all of you ladies had some great wisdom and good insight. So no, we we uh you. we appreciate your vulnerability yeah. and your story. Yeah. Um, we really thank you for that one as well. You ladies have anything to share? I just want to say, um be confident in yourself. First, learn yourself as a, a person, mm -hmm. besides sex, besides pleasing a man or pleasing a woman, whatever your desire is, learn yourself as an individual. Mm -hmm. Become aware of yourself, of your likes, your dislikes, your interests, yeah. your non-interests, yeah. and then indulge in someone else. Because if you can't please you, nobody can't please you either. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when you learn yourself, you get in tune with yourself, then you go out there, be, be ready for whatever you know, someone else or something has has for you, but also be confident in yourself. Mm -hmm. And okay. what's your likes, what's your dislikes? Don't be afraid. If that person leaves, they're not for you. Mm, that part. You don't want to, you don't have to. Whatever, self-awareness, <laughs> sexual awareness is everything you. Just yeah. like sexual yeah. awareness for them is everything them. Sexual awareness yeah. for you is everything you. Whatever you into, whatever you're not into, Vo you know, vocalize it. Be and honest. Yeah. Be honest with yourself, then be honest with the other person and see where it goes. <laughs> be honest with you and be honest with the other person. I like that. Jerry? Oh, I said a lot. <laughs> um, I would say, um, <laughs> learn to communicate outside mm. of sex. Yes. Just learn to talk, Ooh, have conversations, yeah. have the hard conversation. The things that are the hardest to talk about, try talking about it, you know, um, because I found and I, you know, I, I told you guys at the beginning that I have had a lot of conversations 
But to get to this side where I can speak as openly as I'm doing is because I've had enough conversations with people who are doing it the other way where I was taught I was yeah. supposed to do it. And I see it didn't work for them. So now I'm speaking up because I know there's a lot of yeah. talk on the other side about this is how it's supposed to be and behind closed doors it's not working, right? So have, especially people who, who live in a, in in Christian environments, you know, learn to have conversations and learn to, uh, I cannot tell you, but I will suggest that you address those belief systems that has been handed down to you mm. and see what has really just been somebody telling you their way of being that's not working Absolutely. versus what is true for you. Because what is true for you might not look like the next person. And when you get to the place where you can be aligned in your thought process, then you welcome the experiences that come into your life to help you to grow. Amen, sister. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, again, I appreciate each and every one of you ladies for being on She Discover Podcast. This was packed. Um, I know we could have went on and on because there's multiple yeah. other directions we could have went into, <laughs> right? But for what we've said here today, I think we've we've brought up a lot of things that we can always have my listeners or my viewers, um, you know, learn and expand from because that's that's the goal of this podcast. So again, I am your host Shay Sana, and we've had Yanice on, we've had Jerry on, we've had Christine on. And most definitely, please go check out the episodes that they were on. Everything will be in the description in the link. And I want to leave you with two more gems because, um, Christine, you're talking about you want to learn some more. And I'm pretty yeah. sure my viewers would love to learn some more. Two yeah. books that I read and I came across that I believe will be of benefit to people. One is called The Queen V, the letter V. And it's talking about everything vagina, everything female okay. sexuality, and it really breaks down how we need to become more self-aware as women, right? Nice. And it talks about a lot of stuff. I listened to it. I listened to it on um, Audible as an audio book, but it's yeah. really, really good. And the second book I want to recommend is called The Great Sex Rescue. The mm. Great Sex Rescue, and that book is actually a it's like they call themselves the christian sex book but not the christian sex book i think that would be the tagline right because <laughs> they're actually wanting to dismantle some of the belief systems that has been passed down in christianity when it comes to sex and yes we know we see it in other religious sectors but they're only talking from their you know experience yeah. and belief system and they're basically even sharing how certain books in the Christian realm that we were taught to read, how it even was right. even detrimental to us and not really helping us. Right. Understanding that it came from a sincere place, but it continued to dumb down our awareness. And they talk about Christian women faking orgasms. They talk about Christian women not being wow. satisfied. They talk about all these things while still keeping their morals on you know, wanting to wait till marriage to have sex and be intentional yes. about your partner. But they're really saying, we're here to rescue you, Christian women. And, oh, wow. And goodness. I, I was shocked because they were just like, look, we're about to break some things down while we're still sticking to our morals. But there's a lot of damage that has been like done. That. And they did like a big experiment where they interviewed multiple, multiple women. And what they took 
that they saw was like the prominent things that kept coming up. It was like, this is what we need to address, mm. you know? So again, the, uh, those things will be in the, um, the link in the description box. So I, again, thank you ladies and thank you. everyone, please, uh, like you said, let's become more self-aware, not only for our sexual experiences, but for our overall experiences as human beings. So listeners, viewers, tune in next time to She Discovered Podcast. Bye. Bye.